Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. I just wrapped up a series of the top 10 fantasy seasons by position. It was lots of fun digging through these historically great seasons. And you can knock off a bunch of those pretty quickly if you'd like. You can also check out my previous podcasts on top rookies and sleepers, breakthrough players, draft strategy, my mock first round, and a position-by-position preview. But after taking the time to walk through the history books, we can move to much more current content. A reminder, you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. Today, we're going to go back to some category busters. So what is a category buster? It's a player who can swing the balance in a particular category. But at least, according to me, they have some shortcomings somewhere else. Like, I'm not going to tell you to take Ronald Acuna Jr. because he'll help your stolen bases and home run totals. Thank you. That's, that's really insightful to get that kind of information, right? What I might tell you, though, is who can help with one of those things, and the trade-off might be another thing. Anyway, yesterday I started with catchers and made it all the way around to shortstop, so let's start today at third base and grab Matt Chapman for run scored. He crushed 36 home runs last season, so it's not as though he only contributes in one area, but the A's third baseman has scored at least 100 runs in back-to-back seasons. His 202 runs scored in the past two seasons ranks fourth among third basemen, behind Alex Bregman, Nolan Arenado, and Anthony Rendon, all guys you will have to take much earlier than Chapman, who hit 249 last season and has a 257 career batting average. See, there are some trade-offs, but those runs scored can be pretty valuable. Staying at third, look at Scott Kingery and Tommy Edmond for stolen bases. For one thing, third base is not really a spot to find steals. So if a player can provide them, he can be a difference maker. Kingery's 25 years old and has played center field and shortstop too, but he's at third now and has stolen 25 bases in 273 career games, a little better than one every 11 games. If he can continue to improve his on-base percentage, Maybe something in the high teens or even 20 would be possible this season. Edmund is 24 and was a utility player after he was called up last season, playing third and second and some right field. He also stole 15 bases in 16 attempts. And he had 44 stolen bases on 51 attempts between AA and AAA. He slugged 592 games for the Cardinals last season, so maybe he has sufficient power for a corner infield spot. But even if he doesn't, Edmund's ability to steal bases can create a potential advantage. Staying at third base, let's look at Justin Turner and Jeff McNeil for batting average. Although Turner doesn't have high-end power for a third baseman, he's hitting 300 over the past two seasons, putting him fourth among third basemen, behind Anthony Rendon, Giovanni Urshela, and Nolan Arenado. Turner is 35 and tied a career high with 27 home runs last season, but he's also hit 290 or better in five of the past six seasons. McNeil, for the Mets, hasn't really had one position to hang his hat on, playing left field and second and third base, but if he's going to be at the hot corner full-time, then he's an intriguing option in general, but in part because he's hit 321 in 674 Major League Plate appearances after hitting 320 at double and triple A in the minors. At the very least, he does have a track record of hitting for batting average. Let's move to the outfield. There are a couple of guys, Joey Gallo and Hunter Renfro, whose whole reason for being seems to be to hit home runs, and that's okay. Prior to last season, Gallo was like a modern-day Dave Kingman. He had 240 homer seasons, but he struck out 403 times and hit 208 in those two seasons. Last season, he only played 70 games because of a strained oblique and a broken wrist, 
but he hit 22 home runs while batting 253. That's not amazing, but it's a whole lot better than 208. Nevertheless, Gallo's value is predicated on the long ball, so he'd better hope that the hamate bone in his wrist is healed. That can sometimes cause some trouble in recovery. Renfro has hit 85 home runs in the past three seasons, which is tied for 15th among outfielders. In the past three seasons, Gallo ranks first among outfielders with a home run on 7.4% of his plate appearances. Renfro ranks 10th with a home run on 6% of his plate appearances. Renfro, almost comically, has just 168 RBIs in that time. But man, he can hit bombs. It's time for a break. When we come back, I'll have more outfielders that could be category busters in 2020. What are you doing for the game? A universal question. Whether the casual follower, the tweets everything, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, the couldn't care less, or the makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and League Commission exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve of that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with League Commish and receive 15% off by entering the code LOCKED ON in the referred by section of the sign up form. The first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. And we're back with more category busters. The outfield isn't necessarily the deepest position, given the needs for fantasy teams, when you might need five, maybe six, but it also means it's also possible to find some value from players that might not have huge value across the board. So consider Delano DeShields, Jared Dyson, Malik Smith, Billy Hamilton for stolen bases. Billy Hamilton is practically the patron saint of this kind of thing. He doesn't hit for power, and he doesn't hit for average, but he has 450 steal seasons under his belt. He's an extra in the Giants outfield right now, so probably not enough playing time to provide value, but if you ever need steals, you always have to take a look at Hamilton. But there are also better options. Jared Dyson has mostly been a part-time player, but he had a career-high 452 plate appearances last season and is set to start for the Pirates this season. He's also swiped more than 25 bases in seven of his past eight seasons. Malik Smith has back-to-back seasons with at least 40 stolen bases, and he stole 46 last season despite hitting 227 with a 300 on-base percentage. He's a year removed from a 367 on-base percentage, though, so there is some upside, and, at the very least, he'll steal you bases. In five major league seasons, Delano DeShields has yet to record 500 plate appearances, and he probably won't this season either, as he's a fourth outfielder in Cleveland. But he does have at least 20 stolen bases in four of his five seasons. So as a late-round play to fill a category, maybe give him a shot. Another outfielder to consider, and he does some time at DH as well, is Shinsu Chu for runs scored. The 37-year-old is quietly efficient. In the past three seasons, he's scored 272 runs, which ranks 13th among outfielders. He's always the kind of guy who lingers around in the draft, and as you get by later and later, there he is, 37-year-old guy who just manages to put up numbers. And that's where you can find value in Shinsu Chu. One more. We've got one more before we move on, and that's Fran Mil Reyes for home runs. 
his 53 home runs and 833 plate appearances. Fits in well with Hunter Renfro in some ways, in that Reyes has homered on 6.4% of his at-bats over the past three seasons, a rate that ranks sixth among outfielders. He's looking at regular at-bats in Cleveland this season, so 6.4% could pay off big time. Now a little bit of news before we finish up for today. Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association are talking about plans for the 2020 season, if there's a 2020 season. They're talking about playing if there are no bans on mass gatherings that limit the ability to play in front of fans. There are no travel restrictions. And medical experts determine games will not pose a risk to the health of teams and fans. These all seem like reasonable qualifications. Although, and this goes to the point of their ability to play in front of fans, they are also looking at possibilities of playing on neutral fields or in empty stadiums too. As I said yesterday when we were talking about this this topic, I don't know how soon we're going to see baseball, but I won't be surprised if we're well into summer before it's a possibility. And one last news item for today is that Major League Baseball could be shortening the 2020 draft to just five rounds, which would seem to meet their objectives of reducing the number of minor league teams affiliated with each franchise. It seems like MLB may be using COVID-19 for cover, but looking back at, say, the 2014 draft from round 6 through 20, just just picking one to uh, get some examples, Oakland's Ramon Laureano, Baltimore's John Means, and Milwaukee's Brandon Woodruff are the only players taken in those rounds that have a major league war over three. So that's three guys out of 15 rounds in the draft in 2014 that have uh, achieved a war over three. For as long as the Major League Baseball draft goes, the process should get more efficient and there are fewer opportunities to find value in those later rounds. There are still going to be players that slip through the cracks and more of them will with a smaller draft, but this has also been the trend in other sports too. Maybe not quite as dramatically as going from uh, the Major League Baseball draft down to five rounds, but the free agency dynamic just changes and, and that could have some developmental impacts down the road but it doesn't mean that the game will be hopelessly lost just because they're going to a shorter draft. That will do it for today. Hit me up with your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. And if you want to send an email, shoot it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of locked on fantasy baseball. Now tell your smart device play the most recent episode of Locked on Baseball. Have a great day, and I'll be back Monday with Pitching Category Busters. Stay locked in with Locked on Fantasy Baseball, your source for daily fantasy news and analysis.